0: A little bit of everything and do some singing, some dancing, some chatting with the guests, the skits, the monologues, the comedy. Wonderful comedy. It really is a lot of fun. Yeah, some guy just emailed me. It's very funny. Thomas just emailed me and he goes, dude, when you say you were out with a former Steeler named Troy, are you saying Troy Polamalu?" And I'm like, no. Because if that night happened with Troy Polamalu, I guarantee you I would have go over to tattoos that said I love Troy. If I got a night out with Troy Polamalu, the fanboy would erupt in, like, where Troy touched me. I'd have Troy hand here and, you know. And <laughs> he then, would have
1: been holding the tattoo gun. Oh, I'd let him, I'd on let him do yeah. one.
0: I'd let him do one. And Thomas said, had it been Polamalu, the night would have definitely ended with a tattoo, which would have been a silhouette of his massive hair covering your entire back. <laughs> That's fact. No, it was a guy named, if I remember right, his, his last name was Stedman. I don't even know that he made the Steelers. He managed the Gallagher's I worked at for two weeks. <laughs> but he was a Steeler because you go to his house, and it's just pictures of him. He was the owner of the Gallagher's, actually, uh, of the one I was at. And there's pictures of him and Jerry Osovsky and Greg Lloyd, and, all, and they're all in Steeler gear. I don't know if it was from preseason or if he ever yeah, he actually tried made out. the team. Yeah, he hey, was- he was, and he got paid because he bought restaurants and stuff. I don't know that he ever – he played for the Chiefs for a season. I don't know if he went from Chiefs to Steelers. Or, I think it was Chiefs to Steelers. I think he went with Cower when Cower left the Chiefs to the Steelers. But uh, that was a night because that one's not – and I've had two fanboy nights. Jason Gilden uh, – or not Jason Gilden, but uh, uh, the guy that played in front of him, and I can't remember his name, just for a couple of years. He came over from the Raiders. and Oh, Nolan Harrison is his name. He was a defensive end for the Steelers, and I was uh, – casually having conversations about the 1997 AFC Championship game where he and Jason Gilden were killing the Broncos, but Cordell Stewart ruined the game, and uh, we're chatting away. And I am eyeball-to-eyeball eyeball with Nolan Harrison, former Pittsburgh Steeler defensive end, and he wants to talk Steeler football with me. And I, I, this was my first dance with awesomeness. And this uh, for, I, the only time this has ever happened in my entire life, by the way, and that is a truth, a girl approached us and said, Would you like to dance? And I was waiting for Nolan to answer her. And he goes, hey. I'm like, what? He goes, man. And I'm like, oh, she's talking to me? (laughs) And I'm like, no. I'm talking to Nolan Harrison. Seat's taken. And I turn back to him and this beautiful girl dressed as a cowgirl or something walked away. And I turn and he goes, what in the world was that, man? I'm like, I don't know. That doesn't happen. He goes, why aren't you dancing with her? And I'm like, I'm talking to you. This was a mistake. (laughs) Oh, God, it probably was. And then I just sat and laughed it off. But that's the only time I really get – Fanboy, Steeler stuff. Occasionally with the Cubs, I fanboyed with Mark Grace the first. Yeah, time when I saw his penis. The first time I met Mark Grace, what his penis was out. <laughs> we were in the locker room. Brady's like, take it down, because Brady was uh, the king of uh, Bank One Ballpark when it was still there, and they t- tore it down and made Chase Field. But uh, he was walking around.
1: Gracie, hey, what's going on, Bobo?
0: And this guy's like, here you go, Brady, dipping dots. And Brady gets like 20 <laughs> cases of dipping dots. <laughs> that guy loves me. We're pounding these frozen ice creams, going in the elevator. <laughs> hey, what's up, Marge? Brady. And I'm like, he knows everyone in this building. And then, boop, boop, going I'm to the locker room. Taking a friend down in the locker room. Old school. <laughs> dipping dots in her mouth. I'm like, this is great. <laughs> we go down in the locker room. Brady pops in. Bob Bradley, how are you doing? He's <laughs> like, hey, Brady. How do you do this? Because he used to be the mascot. Yeah. We go through, and then Mark Grace is walking by, and he's got a towel drying his ear, and his dong's flopping all over the place. <laughs> how you doing, guys? And walks by.
1: Gracie, this is John. who yeah. yeah. do the radio he goes, show yeah, with? He
0: goes, yeah, this is the guy I do the radio show with. And, and Grace goes, how are you doing today? And I'm like, no problem. <laughs> no I problem. I shouted no problem at him for no, because what I was saying was, you're naked, and I'm okay with that. <laughs> <laughs> in my head. I'm like, Mark Grace is naked. Mark Grace is naked. More doubles in the 90s than anyone in baseball. He's naked. How you doing? Nice to meet you.
1: No problem! <laughs> it was <You're> awesome. Your presents <laughs> no issue!
0: Alright, see you later. Oh, he's one of them special kids. Must have won an award or something. I'm walking around with Brady. It looked like Chris Burke and his quirky friend.
1: <laughs> i got another Make-A-Wish kid coming around. These two,
0: uh, they're, they're special kids. So they get free access to the whole thing. Yeah, Grace is Dong is out. But then i you know, we've had dinners and stuff and hung out with Mark Grayson. i I think I brought it up to him once and he seemed okay. Oh, that's where oh, he told yeah. us a story about that guy that used to hit him in the head with a dick. <laughs> Lee Arthur Grimes. But yeah, so the, the legend. I've I've gotten less that way. Because I got to do that stuff. lucky enough to do that thing with Anthony Rizzo. Yeah. And uh
2: You didn't see his dong
0: though.
2: I tried. Oh, okay. No. My first <laughs>
0: question at the family event was All right, <laughs> so world champion Anthony Rizzo. First I told him his first Chicago Cub first baseman to say world champion. Chicago Cubs first baseman since Frank Chance in 1908. I'm like, what does that feel like? And he started talking. I'm like, let me see your dick. (laughs) That's the way I wear my Cub fandom. I have to know. And they
1: both (laughs) cried. Yeah, and
0: then he showed it to me, and then we took some photos and got out of there. (laughs) No, I I realized then that I don't have the fanboy thing for Cubs players anymore. Because Anthony Rizzo should have been the first baseman. I was nervous about, but it was uh, Mark Grace. And I think that's because he's older than me. There's something about when you can't fanboy over younger people, it's weird.
1: Right. There's a little more heritage, a little more.
0: Well, there's a little more like boyhood idol with Grace. When Gracie. you were watching. Because yeah. Grace, I was 16 when he came up. So I mean, I was still. Right in the wheelhouse. Yeah, I, was, I was playing baseball still. I was like, you know, so it was like the, I, the dream was dead, but not really. In my mind, it was still kind of. Something pops if I ever grow. You know, I was like 5'3", 120 pounds. If I ever get bigger, I'm going to be a champion. But uh, so that was still there. So there's something about grace that was always ahead of me. Rizzo, he's in his late 20s. Yeah. I can't be a 40-year-old man going, you sure are a special young fella. <laughs> like, that's just not <laughs> – so you can't really fanboy over that. No it's like, problem.
2: a yeah, like, no problem. No <laughs>
0: problem. I mean, I think I'd walk my Rizzo's, and there's Anthony Rizzo's dick. And I, I don't think I'd even have an issue. You're going to put some pants on, young man. You need some some uh, bloomers to cover that up there. I'm going to go on to over here and be old somewhere. But, yeah, so the Gracie thing was pretty good. But, I, yeah, fanboying out, I would if that was Troy Palomalo, the tattoos would have been a lot. You've met a lot of people. Yeah. And you ended up getting to be pals with guys you idolized. Yeah. Like that suicidal tendencies thing yeah, is is yeah. movie
2: quality kind of weird. Yeah, I mean, me if and that Mike are actual friends. I mean, it's that not, was a yeah. better band. That would Shut actually up, be a dude. really
0: good story. Because <laughs> <laughs> idolizing suicidal tendencies, most people would say huge waste of time. Now, but these men, of course, they're your friends because you know they're just average Joes looking for work like anybody else. <laughs> But that you you
2: like <laughs> seriously young age yeah huge fan oh yeah yeah I to to meet skate, I used to skate you know be out on the skateboards listen to suicidal on the on, on the on the boom box yeah. and uh, and just at one of the shows one time I just you know was it weird wound up going yeah it was kind of, well the part through of the problem here was or through, there through was through here level. no it was okay. through here and it was kind of a case of like when I met him I was like I didn't want to meet him at first well, actually uh, Katero is actually the one who hooked me up with oh, the passes. Really? But I was doing something for the station at the time. But he had the good passes. Right, Randall was handing out the schmo passes at the oh, time. Oh, so this happened? I thought you knew them. No, 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 yeah, no. I this, is, this is back probably before I was a, here. No, 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 no. This is uh, early 2000s. I think. No kidding. Yeah. And it was just a case of like you know going down there. I'm like, if this. So their career it,
0: had already come to a
2: close. No, no, they were they were they were they were just getting back. To, You're, such a don't, don't. <laughs> You're such a dick. You're such a dick
0: i like that you started to defend that yeah. no god damn it no they were still relevant <laughs>
2: but it was a, it was a case of like you know when when you meet somebody that you you know i don't know idolized or whatever yeah. looked up you know it you're like if this guy's a dick it's gonna ruin everything. it's gonna wreck everything yeah yeah everybody's an asshole yeah never meet your hero never yeah. ever meet your hero. And, that, and that's funny because me and Katara we were talking about it one day and he's a big iron maiden fan steve <laughs> harris is like his favorite and he's like I had a chance to meet him once, I turned it down. Because yeah. I don't want to catch him on that bad day. Yeah, you just and don't then, want that yeah. to be
0: ruined. Dave Kingman, the story I've told here, was my childhood idol. Mm-hmm. And he flipped me off.
2: <laughs> what? What'd a, you do?
0: Three Rivers Stadium. Uh, he won
1: an autograph. Seven,
0: <laughs> seven or eight years old, probably seven, I think it was oh. My dad drove me up from Morgantown, West Virginia. We went to see the Cubs and Pirates play. And uh, before the game, he's like, he bought me a Cubs pennant. And we go there, and this is a great moment. My dad's like, let's go down there and... I don't know when my dad was a hillbilly. We were in West Virginia. go down there. See if King Kong decided. Get down there. Get down there. I'll you out. And so we get this thing and he's like, see if we can get. And there's Dave playing and warming up with some, I think Herman Franks might have been the guy who's the former Cubs manager and and Bill Buckner's wandering around. I got all these great names and Bruce Suter's there and I'm just screaming top of my life. Dave, 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 Dave. And finally, a crowd's like, hey, Kingman, give this kid an autograph already, because I wouldn't shut up. And yeah. he turns, and he just gives me the finger, <laughs> and <laughs> oh then he just throws God. the ball, and I'm like, oh. And now it just
1: you appreciate it.
0: Sunk me. And now the I understand it. just ripped you. When you but then killed. Bruce Suter saw it, and he came over and signed my pen. I'm like, oh, thanks nice. a lot, Suter. Like, this <laughs> yeah. is going to be worth anything, because <laughs> I didn't understand Hall of Fame and value and all that. Yeah. Bruce Suter was clearly the guy you should have wanted the autograph (laughs) from. And he's standing like two feet from me. Like, Kingman, Kingman, Dave, Kingman, 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 Dave, Dave, Kong,
1: Kong. Shut up. And Suter probably goes over to King Man, you got balls. Yeah, you got to set (laughs) a nuts
0: on you, King Kong, like nobody's (laughs) business. I wish I could be more like you because that kid was pissing me off, too. But he, big Dave Kingman finger. Wow. Threw it it right at me. And since then, a lady named uh, Veda got me an autographed Dave Kingman picture after telling him my story and he autographed a picture and sent it to me and you know where it is in my closet face down
1: yeah, yeah
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad they traded your ass but yeah so the, the, the you know fanboy things very real and I don't understand it most of the time but I've had I've had it a couple of, I had it with Harrison Ford that was
2: weird you got to meet him no oh <laughs> all right <laughs> I was then cleared then. out by security <laughs>
0: I was standing on a red carpet I wasn't supposed to be on because I got a little bit lost.
2: Yeah. And
0: I was there, and I was like, all these people and pictures in Westwood, California, and the premiere of What Lies Beneath, Beneath, uh, Michelle Pfeiffer and Harrison Ford are in it. It's a tribute to Hitchcock. I didn't even know it was a tribute to Hitchcock. I got in trouble because I was in the thing going, this is a complete ripoff of Marnie, like the beginning. They're (laughs) they're using the same line. I didn't know what the movie was supposed to be. I'm like, wait a minute. It's like a reboot Well, they're doing little clips that were – they made a whole movie out of classic – moments of hitchcock movies and made one big movie out of it yeah it was and when you know that it's great like it makes more sense but it's not a good movie so i, I was supposed to go in where the radio people enter because mm-hmm. i had tickets and i wandered to the left and somehow or another got right by whoever's supposed to stop me and i'm standing on the red carpet and i'm like and people are like their cameras go up and then they see my face and I'm like he's nobody <laughs> and and i'm just standing there like where did my girlfriend goes because I she's supposed to be with. She's in the right way, and I'm like, "How did I do this?" And then Harrison Ford goes right by me, and dummy's standing there, and some guy grabs my shirt. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, "Oh, but it was a cool like, oh, Han Solo," and I'm standing there like, <laughs> like I'm John Hinckley. All of a sudden, I'm going to
2: just plug him. But and even just at, got moved out of there. Even at our shows, though, you run into some of these guys that you know you, you really <laughs> like, and then you meet them in person. You are like, "What a dick!" Yeah. I'm just, oh, just it just wrecks it. And there is a few of them that I wasn't really into, and then after meeting them, I am like, "Okay, no." And know. then so when you first
0: met uh, the guy from Suicidal Tendencies, who, yep. what's his name? Because nobody knows about you.
2: Oh, shut up, <laughs> Mike Mirror.
0: Mike, that's right. Mike the Mirror. Isn't
2: that a porn guy?
0: Mike the Mirror. I don't no. know. Jersey Shore guy. No, oh, that's right. No, that's the situation. Damn it. So you meet him. Who asked who out first? How does it?
2: Well, you know, I was kind of playing coy that and day. And he's like, I really like the cut of your hair. Who does your hair?
0: Oh, this guy, Adam. He's on the spectrum. <laughs> and then you guys went to dinner? Or- no, oh, it, was how did that- you it was after friends? a show. We just
2: hung out. and Just yeah. you know- just the two of you? Well, there was the band. All right. Everybody was hanging Brett around. Brett cranked his yeah.
1: jeans up in the front. Great. A little knuckle.
2: loose a little knuckle. knuckle. Yeah, yeah. Little knuckle. <laughs> what do you think
0: of this, Mike the <laughs> <laughs> I like it. This like ain't it. no fun house. I like how your pants do that to your thing. Make that whoop <laughs> yeah, It's neat. <laughs> we should be friends forever. Friends forever. My <laughs> forever friends. Isn't that a suicidal song? No, that's a Chris Burke song. <laughs> forever friends. I love suicidal. I used to skate to that. But yeah, it's weird, Brady. You don't. You've got celebrity friends, well, but the- not any good ones. <laughs> no, but.
1: <laughs> uh, when you did the red carpet thing, I, ended I up that, down the red carpet. I bought that sixty dollar Wolverine oh, outfit, right. and you're like, "See how right. far <laughs> you can get up there and uh, join the star. world premiere." Ryan Reynolds. And I was the only one in this ridiculous
2: foam oh. Wolverine. Did you wear that t- to U. Fest one year? Yes. Okay. Yeah, and oh. talk about
1: Moose Knuckle. His balls. Oh, yes. And so I took my dad there, who's eighty two at the time, and it's this world premiere because Phoenix got it. And it's the Wolverine uh, movie. And and for some reason, I just knew I'm in the radio row, like you're yeah. talking about, because TV's always elevated they're above better. the radio. Right. Yeah. But I tried to work my way all the way. The the, the people from Fox actually had me hold a sign, uh, and I had to walk the catwalk of the main stage to let people know. Which way to go. Yeah, which way to go. And then also cheer, noise, like they're having some fun. Right. And then uh, all of a sudden, the lady, this... That was higher up in Fox, and says you are. I said I'm Bogarine. because <laughs> I knew <laughs> that's
0: what a retarded kid in a superhero outfit would have said.
1: <laughs> I knew my end of how far I could get is coming to a close. Did you cross your and eyes and like, do the and, face and you too? you are. I'm like I'm Bogarin. I did the second time. Shake like, it. Okay. All right. I'm Brady with uh, PPD. Okay. You're uh, over here. Oh, they moved you out. Yeah. Radio so, schmo. So, but over I'm here. in the front row. of The radio thing and the whole cast comes out, which is. You know, Hugh Jackman comes in on a motorcycle, his big entrance. Yeah. Leah Shriver, uh, Ryan Reynolds, uh, who's the girl? Um, but it was like <laughs> a Will I Am. And they're all standing up there, and Will I Am elbows Ryan Reynolds and says, Look, Look at, at the knob nuts. in the Wolverine. <laughs> and he just starts laughing. He he gives a thumbs up thing. And then he elbows Leah Shriver and says, Check out Wolverine. Goes all the way down to Hugh. And I'm like, they're gonna come down here first and ch- and after the interview.
0: Because your nuts are exposed. Everybody right. wants to talk and to sure that. Sure enough,
1: they do uh, come down there. <laughs> down there. But where I'm banished on the radio side,
0: yeah.
1: I got separated. I can't find my dad. My dad's on stage. Next <laughs> hat <the> yeah. <laughs> yeah
0: he got up a, a torp and, making and, on stage, Ohio stage He's in a,
1: <laughs> a hat. And the old guy's just standing hey. there. Hey.
0: Hey. I'm a bloverine. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> Well, <laughs> why would he even like Wolverine? He's an Ohio State guy. Yeah, gone
1: in, in Ohio State garb, just standing in the corner. Mall Walker.
0: Yeah. I hate the Wolverines. Ann Arbor was a whore. <laughs> like, no, no. It's a different Wolverine. I yeah. like that huge Jackson. Huge <laughs> yeah. Jackson. Yeah, everybody yeah. talked to you, though. You yeah, got, they did. You have Schreiber. You got Hugh Jackman. You got Brian Reynolds, Reynolds. You got them all. Like, man, oh, you that, did get that, Jackman. That is the worst then. looking yeah.
1: moose knuckle I've ever but seen. But again,
0: they thought he was a make-a-wish kid. Yeah. Because <laughs> his nuts were. I mean, no regular human being could have withstood the... the you were putting your balls through in that suit two little marbles just bulging out of the front of his tight <laughs> cheap weird suit. walking
1: the red carpet
2: and they were
0: oh! split down the center by the scene in oh. every photo of this all you see is a, is a was the
2: seam screaming just, the seam was
0: not happy but the balls were like we're done this is it it was a make-a-wish nightmare and hilarious but yeah you came back you delivered I didn't want to go to that. It seemed too crowded. Oh, it
1: was a zoo. You know that outfit definitely. Oh, the outfit was a catch up there pretty quick. Even you your
0: dad up on stage with that cast. Anyway, yeah, fanboys. It's fun, but don't do it because it's weird. Unless they're naked. If you get to see your hero naked, like Brett and I have, <laughs> then it's different. You ever seen Mike naked? No. No. Backstage and go. Hey, no. let me change before we no. go out no. and get. Has he seen right? you no, naked? Up on me. You guys ever lady in the tramp and spaghetti? <laughs> no. <laughs> you should try that. <laughs> Do you ever go skating with them and have him just sing live? That would be cool, actually. Yes, that would actually, be, neat yes, that sing, would be like, cool. Yeah, institutionalized yeah. or something on top of the skate thing. Oh, and just, man. I'm going to have to work uh, on that one. If you ever get a terminal disease, we'll arrange that. All right, thanks. That works. Then we'll get to we'll <laughs> the skateboard, and we'll have suicidal play live while you – your last time in the bowl or whatever they call that thing.
1: On the ramp, on the half pipe.
0: Yeah, yeah. whatever it is. I don't know. What do you have?
1: Uh, I've got uh, Brady's announcement from that night.
0: Huh?
2: The
1: entire cast just looked over at Bogarine complete acknowledgement, Will I am was the first to spot me and then Liv Schreiber and then I just got the double thumbs up from Hugh Jackman and Ryan Reynolds cannot stop looking at Bogarine.
0: Is that your dad on stage
1: behind you? This is hilarious. Maybe they'll come over here and talk. I don't know to that crowd He's giving that him a, a huge certificate crowd. of the city right now. Blah, blah, blah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Just for fun post that thing. That is what we were talking about. Anyway, so don't fanboy. This is all, this whole thing started because of my Live. night with a guy named Troy Stedman. That was why this conversation started. Anyway, uh, we got Rock Wars coming up. Marcus is not going to make it. The chair's right. on his own.
2: Well, we're going to be texting back and forth. So oh, he's, he's, he's going to be in. here. Yeah. Okay.
0: Mm-hmm. All right. I wonder if Marcus has met any of those creepy weirdos he plays on Into the Pit
2: oh yeah Ugh.
1: they stay at his place when yeah, they're in town true. for Keep the show friends with any <laughs> of in a room
0: yuck the guys from aborted priests or whatever <laughs> showing up at Meng's house watching the Simpsons together and eating human parts
2: aborted priests I don't know what it's called <laughs> yeah, I'm sure that's out there
0: somewhere I'm sure that's one of them uh, we got rock horse coming up in just a little bit it's 98 <laughs> You were right, man! We should do this thing!